Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Roll for Deep Space. I mean, Roll for Damage. Today, we are embarking on a great journey. A journey with a new set of people. Or maybe a whole new set the next week. Or maybe another whole new set the next week. It could be a whole another new set the next week, but that's just the next set. What I'm saying is we are heading into what's almost like a one-shot. This one isn't. This is going to be a longer-lasting uh, arc for the podcast, but it's building a, more of a world for our one-shot stuff that we'll do uh, in the future. So everything is going to be a little fast-paced. There's going to be some multiple level-ups, I will say. Uh, if anybody's out there like, they didn't get enough XP, I'm sorry. I do things how I want to. And... Yeah, so that is up. basically the intro to the world. No, don't shut up. It's just I no, don't care about your opinion. <laughs> but uh, before we get to anything else today, I'm going to talk to you about our sponsors. And it's not the sponsors you're thinking of. The first sponsors I would like to thank today are all the lovely girlfriends and wives of the boys to the podcast. Uh, they do a great job on keeping their families organized and tidy and everything like that, and I really appreciate them for letting these boys get to such activities with me. Shouts uh, out. Shouts out. The other sponsor I am going to thank today is the unstoppable editor, Austin. He is here, of course, and he puts hours in every week to edit our episodes, and he is just a phenomenal man for that. For that. And I'm going to give him inspiration shouts out very right. first off That's because right. he edits our episodes suck it reese <laughs> uh next sponsor is is uh, uh it's bush latte i think that's his instagram at least that'd be andrew he's just a crazy man and i like to thank him for trying his best to get here but he's not here with us uh we understand how life is and all that and that's just great um, and then I'll get to the other guys here with Corey. I want to thank you for being a great manager-like person for our podcast. Always seeming to get us rolling, see what the next next thing is, you know. You're always kind of being that middleman among us. Like, always starting some conversations and stuff every now and then. And I appreciate you for all that. Uh, Reese, I appreciate you as well for everything you do as a... Uh, all your great voices and stuff that I've heard. Even the podcast hasn't heard these great voices that this man can do. But I tell you what, some of the memories I have from D&D are only because of Reese. And, and I just, yes, his voices. And just how great of a guy Reese is. Honestly, if anybody knew Reese in real life, they would love him too. I, I like Reese so much. Yeah, he's alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my throat has like a little frog in it today as well, so... I may sound uh, monotone at some parts, but um, I'd also like to say thank you to Mike, the newest member to the podcast probably from when we started, not even that long before, but still uh, someone I've only known for, what is it, a year and a half now? A year, yeah, maybe? Yeah, about. About a it's year, maybe? Long. About. I don't, yeah. This been, podcast been is been ran about bit. a year and a half, yeah. Yeah, oh, six wow. months, yeah. You, you, uh, joined, you joined our, no, 
I can't see that. I was going to say, you join the Roll for Damage Discord at this point, but that's way too high up for me to scroll. <laughs> um, and that is about it on the sponsors. Uh, you'll catch the real sponsors in the episode. Yeah, the episode hasn't started yet. Yeah. If you're uh, quick enough. If you're fast that's enough. That's just... Joe's been speed reading it. He's getting very fast. It's like the one at the end of infomercials, but even faster. <laughs> Anyways, uh, now I am uh, here to be the dungeon master for what's going to happen next and all of that coming up. And I got the boys here. You guys can all say hi. I don't care if you go in order, if you want to just say hello. hello. I'm sure at this point they I'll should know you. Three, two, one. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. Oh, hi. Hola. Hey. All right, who's the players? Who's the DM? You'll never know. That's that'd be too hard to hide. Imagine that. It's like, <laughs> secret, a, it's like a, a guess who. <laughs> who's the DM? <laughs> Everything's a roll to the DM. It would work in podcast form and have everyone else trying to figure out who it was. Yeah, because the would, DM would, would just have, have to play know. a character. Yeah, we would have to know. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 that would be way too hard. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, um. We're gonna we're gonna start this off as a session zero, and I will say that most of what you're gonna hear today in this podcast, past everything you've heard up until this point, I'm talking your ears out already, uh, is gonna be storytelling in a way. Um, it's more there's not really any combat yet. Um, there's not really any hard roles yet. It's basically like it's almost like your backstories, but you're getting a little light to each backstory for someone. And that way, it's going to maybe intrigue some people on certain characters. Maybe some other people are like, hmm, that's that's already, like, you can know some things. And it's like, well, that's going to be something that develops in the future. And it's just going to be a little insight, you know, into the world of what we're going to be diving into here. And the very first person I'm going to be looking at today is Corey. Uh... So that's me. Yes. Um, but who is Corey? I would like you to describe your character a little. To your extent of what you want to know as like appearance-wise and such. Um, let's see. So he is a very young man. Um, he has red eyes uh, very light skin and white uh, or black hair sorry black hair um, he has a very 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 ugly teddy bear my favorite part yep um, that you guys will learn more about as if you guys ever take the time to look at it or um let's see he wears his, his hood up all the time and his cloak uh that he's always wearing um is it's like green but also kind of like brown but also kind of like gray depending on how you look at it 
Um, All right. Yep. I think that'll be enough for now. Yeah. Um. So. You are a drow. (laughs) I am a half drow. Half drow. Watch your mouth. Yes. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant to say half drow. One mistake of many by your DM. <laughs> uh, but anyways. When you, you say I'm a drow, I, I, my character spits at the ground. <laughs> and you're fleeing Dritzen. You're in the Underdark. Right now, you've been running for a little bit. You've gotten far enough away from the city. You've been following these shadows through these little tight corridors. They're very small, uh, dwarfs-sized uh, mine shafts from some dwarfs in the area, or underground dwarfs, basically, because this is the Underdark, and there's many different races down here. Um, there's some goblin-sized holes, gnome-sized holes, you know. Uh, you're shimmying along what you can and can't, uh, following these shadows. The walls around here are very desolate, I would say, of any shine. It's all very dark. You can only see because of, of course, your dark vision that you have. But at the edge of your vision is always the shadow. Almost standing there staring at you. And never fully walking, but you're just following. It sometimes is on the wall, sometimes on the ceiling depending on how big the corridor is. Sometimes it's just a face in the darkness. Sometimes it's just eyes. You eventually get to this room dimly lit by what seems to be a pool of magma. And in this room, it's not much. It's a very small room, but you can see it's almost like a chamber of sorts. There's a pile of rubble on the ground and you see a little disc sitting up on a big block of the rubble. And the shadows are standing behind the rubble, staring at you, the disc and the rubble between you. What do you do? Uh, so... This is as you're leaving the Underdark, basically. I... Well, I want to go and say thank you. Uh, I, I couldn't have gotten out without your help. I thought I would never leave. Is there anything... Like you, you walk could... towards the shadow? Yeah. Yeah, as I'm, as I'm, like, as I'm saying this, I'm, I'm walking towards the, the shadow and the exit. Each step that you get to the shadow, it slowly moves away. Same speed as you. I'm just gonna... Keep walking, right? We're walking towards the disc, yeah? The the disc is in between you and him. Oh. The disc is sitting on uh, a bit of rubble. Like, almost Uh. pasted onto the back of this big old block. That's in the middle of it. Oh, okay, so if he just keeps walking away from me, then I'm gonna, I guess, kind of leave it at that, like, 
You know, thanks for everything. I, I never thought I'd get out of there. Um, but you know, I, I have my whole life in front of me now. And it's all thanks to you. So if ever there's anything that I can do, um, you can call on me. Uh, I'm I'm the son of Jaxus, and then go ahead, go ahead and roll me a wisdom saving throw. Three. Okay. Your vision flashes in a scary way. Like, you know that white noise of like a old TV where it flickers and it's like Yeah. Like that. It like almost feels like that and like you see this very ominous shadowy bony hand sticking out from where your chest is pointing to the disc. And then you hear a voice, and it says, That be my tool. Did you catch that? Yeah, I did. Okay. I was just wondering, because my Discord almost was bugging there, it looked like. Oh, I, mean, I don't mean Discord. Uh, I mean, I was sitting behind the filter of my DM... Thing yeah, at the yeah. table. Sorry to ruin the immersion. Over the screen. Um, I was just. Uh, I'll say anything you need. I'll try my best. And then uh, I'm going to the disc. Okay. Uh, the shadow also dissipates after that. You pick up the disc? Yes. Roll me Arcana with advantage. Ooh. Got a 19. 19? Okay. As you touch this disc, your hand crackles with magic. You feel it, almost like it's siphoned from you, but also given to you. And the disc almost magnetically sticks to your hands. And comes right off this rock, just like... Straight up. As your hand's approaching it, is how I should say, before you touch it, basically. And... With that, you see arcane runes start to light up all across this rubble. And Austin, you can describe how your uh, your guy awakes from his slumber. So it looks like there's just this pile of stone rubble and you first see like a circle light up in the middle. It kind of looks like a circle off of like a diver's helmet, an old diver's helmet that's like got glass on it. And you see like this orange glow when a bunch of uh, 
lava starts kind of churning within behind this glass and then all of the pieces just kind of start combobulating into me and uh, at the very end you see two little gemstones uh, come up to my face and kind of pop into where eyes would be and I like sit up like the Undertaker from WWE and I'm just kind of blinking and I'm like looking at my hands and stuff Love that reference. And I'm like, uh, you. No, you. You. Are, are you one of the drow? Are you a drow? Do you have, like, a hood up? Could I, like, see your face? Would I know, like... Uh, I do have my hood up. Um... It's a little dark I mean, I don't have dark vision, so... Maybe uh, I don't. I'm just... I'll, I'll, I'll say I don't, because I don't have dark vision, so... You... Who are you? I'm the son of Jaxus. I don't know who that is. You see me stand up and I start like walking around and I'm like look I'm like throwing stuff around in this little area and I'm just like, hmm, no. Hmm. Uh did you see any other people here? Uh Corey. With that 19 on your arcana, you would know that what you have in your hand is something used by the drow priestess from your society. It is a anti-magic disc. It is used against the golems or uh, warforges that the deep dwarfs would make. And uh, you now are attuned to this one and you have this just in your bag. It doesn't take up any attunement slots or anything. You're not really attuned. You just used it basically and the way this works is you put your own magic in to siphon magic out and when you take it off you uh, have magic press back in and then you take magic almost it's like the opposite it's kind of like a battery kind of like a battery but it's like an anti-magic disc so I just turned it off yep you basically hit the off switch on an on off switch to place on any sort of machinery or something. Um, I'm gonna put it in my bag. Or, nope. I'm gonna put it in my pocket. And you only know what this is uh, because your arcana was high enough and uh, you have seen them in use on mining expeditions when you guys would be attacked. Because, of course, you were a miner. Or someone who was working for them. Yeah. Um, so... And I would say that you would recognize this as a deep dwarf Warforge bot. Or golem. Uh, I'm actually... I'm gonna give it to him. I have no use for this. I'm afraid if I touch it again, I will uh, be knocked unconscious. You can keep it. I'm going to... Or smash it. Let's smash yeah. it. Yep, that's that's what I'm gonna, what I was gonna Place suggest. it on the ground. I will smash There's, it. There is a pit of lava in the room, too. There's a pit of lava. Let's throw it into that. It's I, like a perfect, uh... perfect circle in the middle of the room with just swirling magma. Toss it into the lava. Yep, I'm going to toss it into the lava. You're just like, why not me? 
<laughs> I'm gonna spit in it. Fro spit at lava too. <laughs> yeah, you toss in the lava, and then you guys see it uh, kind of float there and slowly melt into the pool, disappearing. What? Very uh, satisfying. What? What day is it? When? What time is it? I'm just gonna stare at you blankly. Maybe you don't understand. I'm asking you what day it is. I I know what you're asking. I don't know how to answer. Uh, preferably with uh, a day. Whichever day it is today. You wouldn't know the day. You could tell him. Uh, I guess it would be in... I figured just all the days are just days to me. Yeah, that's I, true. I'm sure the other that's actually true. Uh, hmm. I wonder how long I have been here. They really made a mess of this place. Yeah, it's very run down from what you last seen. Hmm. A little overgrown too. Hmm. It's like, like these little, weird vines. I have like yeah. a little moss on me. Yeah, there's like these weird vines that kind of touch some of the crystal light walls because like the walls in this cavern um, have like crystal rootings in them. Which the uh, cavern near Dritzen does not. You're lucky, Mr. Sun, because if this cavern was in any better shape, I would have had to kill you. Do you know anything about what lies beyond the light? The light? You Which know about light? I point to the, the edge of the cavern, the cavern entrance. You see it's like lit from the side. It basically like you'd actually you'd have to walk up the cavern entrance because it curves, but you can see there's light coming down it. Semi light. It's not very bright, but it's semi light. Uh would I know what's up there? Uh you would know that it goes to one of the main uh entrances and exits to the underdark of like the many that are across the land. Yes, that's that's to the above ground. Uh, it also goes deeper into another direction. It's like, this is like a, a room that was dug out on the side. That's so that can you, you can leave. Can you teach me of the above ground? Mm, I have not experienced it much. Only moving. It's faster to move around the above ground because you don't have to use tunnels. Come with me. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't think I have to guard this chamber anymore. It looks like uh, there's nothing here to guard. Yeah, I'm gonna look around like all confused, like... Yes, what, yeah, what, I, what I was guarding is definitely... Wow. I, I will follow you. Maybe we can find whatever it is that you seem to have lost that well, you were I, guarding. I did not lose anything. Uh, a bunch of people who are... Uh, the mean people, the bad people, uh, came and knocked me out. And I don't know what they did, but it doesn't look good. I'm gonna nod. M most people are bad. Oh, we just must a... always assume that most people are bad. That's a very pessimistic view on the world. I could see if somebody had that view that they would be very depressed. Didn't somebody shut you off and leave you here? Yeah, but there was like ten people and only one of them shut me off. 
And with that, you guys proceed down the corridor. Yeah, we're walking to, while we're do- doing this, I guess. Yeah, yeah to the surface. It's very bright now. And with that flash of light, we see things from new eyes. In a new place. In a new time. As everything seems more mystical. More light. There's a lot of fireflies. Bright lights flying around and stuff like that. There's little huts on these trees. Big groves of grass that are almost perfect. I'm definitely squinting. And shooting by, you see some little people with wings, fairies. You'll see some animals. A deer, stag, I should say. Jumping around. There's a bear taking a nap in one of the grass little fields. It's a pleasant place. And we have a pleasant person here. My stomach growls, looking at all the animals. Are we, is this us walking through here, Jojo, or, is it, or are you just setting the scene? Nope, setting the scene. Okay, I didn't think so. I was like, That's, I don't think that we're was, coming through here. <laughs> that, was for the, that was for the new place, yeah, I new figured. eyes, new time. <laughs> but as you're squinting, you uh, do see uh, my guy pulls out a cowboy hat and puts it on. Just need, that's very important to my character development. So. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Character development, people. So, Wreath, uh, we are actually looking at this world through your eyes. It's a pleasant, pleasant place amongst the oh, Feywild. So magical. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of, uh, I would say it's almost like, it's a blue lit, in a way, around here. Like, everything's a lot bluer. Like, the sky is, like, a, a deeper blue, almost resembling, like, the sky before the night. But that's just normal. Like, that's the normal time of day and stuff there. It doesn't really change to a night and day cycle. It's a lunar cycle. So you'll get more of a bright moon to make it way brighter. And a little bit dimmer of a moon, but it's still there all the time. As well as some uh, patches where the moon rays will come down uh, more increased. Because uh, here in the Feywild, it's... More, uh, like I said, lunar cycle, so everything's more kind of in tune with the night-like creatures and stuff. So you'll see some of the druids here are a lot of owls and stuff hanging around and a lot all that. Or like people who are shapeshifted, I should say. And you're kind of flying around just doing your thing. Uh, you know, whatever you would do here. I'm not sure that's up to you. But uh, you would see familiar faces, you know, you'd see your friends, um, you would see your mentor uh, off training, doing a solo session off in a grove with uh, one of your your uh, friends, while the other one's just flying kind of near, and that's Quinn and uh, Finn. And then you'd also see uh, a, a very well-known traveler in these parts. Uh, kind of off by a little merchant stand. And you kind of head over there. Because you're intrigued to talk to him every time. Is it Smenny? <laughs> no. 
It's the Satyr Trembler. Oh, Z? The, uh, the, yeah, Z. <clears throat> okay, I guess I should describe my character. Um, yep. Okay, I so forgot to add that part. I'm a druid, if it wasn't obvious. <laughs> um, and she's a fairy. Uh, oh, she's the new. She's the new book fairy size, so she's not like Tinkerbell, like six inches tall. They're like gnome size, so she's two and a half foot tall. Uh, and just has like blonde hair and wears like druid, like green druid clothes, and then has a set of like blue, like. Not necessarily butterfly wings, but like insect wings, I guess, kind of like blue insect wings. Um, like a beetle. Yeah. Well, or I guess fly. Prettier style ones, not like ugly ass wings, but yeah, that style of wing. Yeah, I he's guess. he's pretty. Dragonfly's yeah, not, one. Ug not ugly. Yeah, he's like not ugly draw. like you. Like your guys, guys are dumb characters. Yeah, you guys are stupid characters. Dumb golem. Oh. Cowboy hat. Golem in a cowboy hat. True. It's integral. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, she'd go up to Z. Is he, is he like, talking to somebody, or what is he doing? He's just, uh, trading the goods that he brings in. He's, uh, because, you know, he, uh, he is a planer traveler. He travels planes. So he, uh, Sometimes has things that uh, are not local to this world, like an apple. And boy, are apples good! And I love to imagine these guys just freaking out about apples. Everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh my god, he's got apples!" <laughs> the dude that is helping him is a little beaver. <laughs> okay, nice. Do and I you know just the see him? Name? Yeah, it's Chuck. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> And yep. he's like, he's like a little uh, fruit or like a uh, nut merchant here for like a lot of the wildlife. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, so you'll see normal squirrels come in, do little chitters, he'll chitter at them, and then they'll take like a nut or two and leave. And then like he can speak common. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go up to to Chuck and Z. And she'll say hi to Chuck, too. She'll be like, oh, hello, Chuck. And then she'll talk to Z. And she'll be like, uh, oh, hello, Z. It's nice to see you. Oh, sorry. Uh, he's like, hey, yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? And he, he, like, holds up his, uh, fist to fist bump you. Okay, yeah. What you been up to around the groves? Uh, it's pretty much the same, same as usual. Just, uh, relaxing, communing with nature, that, that sort of thing. Yeah, I feel. How's, uh, Sir Dormu doing? Or Domu? Sorry, I always call him Dormu. <laughs> uh, Domu is your is your mentor. Oh, I th Sorry. okay. I forgot to tell you that one. I think. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll be like, uh, oh, he he's good. I I just saw him T teaching. Ah, oh, yeah. I was actually uh, just about to head out of here. Actually, it's 
it's been a little while for me uh, since I've been back to the grove, but I have to go already. And uh, and then you guys hear some commotion. It was kind of like somebody scream, and you guys immediately look over, and it was just uh, a squirrel screaming. Um, those two little squirrels that came by and grabbed the nuts. You see, one of them is fully gray. And so is the grass around them, and it's spreading. And whenever you look back at Z, and Z looks back at you, you guys look back, and it's already up to you. It's spreading fast. And you guys turn, and everybody's like not even realizing, but there's like people panicking and stuff. Stuff's stuff's odd. Um, what do you say? Anything to Z? Uh. I think I would probably just be trying to run with everyone else. I'd probably be like, yeah. run! You and Z, uh, both is it like moving? Is there like something like moving that we can see, like coming towards us, I guess? You guys would see like the the gray, almost like, you see things like petrifying, I'll say, turning to stone. And you see it expanding outwards. And like when you guys see the squirrel, uh, the other one's like running away from it and it's like chasing it and then by the time you guys turn to run it's already like there if so like if so me and Z and Chuck were standing there right can I grab Chuck when I like go to run or Chuck attempt is, to Chuck is too big for you to carry he's a plump beaver say, Chuck's probably fucking the same size as me almost. yeah I will I will say with with what uh, you would know here as soon as you start to fly uh, running uh and uh, Z starts to run. Uh, Chuck's getting stone or turned to stone already. And you would you would look back and see that as it's catching Z. And while Z's running, he looks at you and he's like, "Nancy, take this." And he gives you his silver phoenix coin, the coin he always gives you before he leaves. And each time you put it into your pocket, wherever you put it, your pouch, your hat, your shoe, wherever you put it, you always check that place later, and it's gone. So you're in this moment of confusion and chaos, and he gives you this coin. And as that happens, you see the stone catching his feet and stopping him in place as you're flying ahead. And he, you just hear one last... Get out of here, Tonzi! And then you see him turn fully to stone. And at this time, you could turn and see your friends and your mentor starting to run with others in front of you. People are fleeing fast, uh, turning into animals for flight and stuff. Uh, but you also see some animals are flying, are getting caught. As soon as they get under, or the gray gets under them, they turn to stone in midair. They don't fall. They don't have to flap their wings or anything, almost like a stasis. And then you feel your hand start turning to stone. I just try to go as fast as I could, I guess, and just keep booking it. Okay. You close your eyes. You're sitting here with thoughts thinking through your head. As you know how the saying goes, life flashes before your eyes. Thinking about your friends, your mentor, Z, 
other other people important to you here and you're wondering is this the end and you almost feel this touch it's right on the base of your wings but it's a warm touch very nice comfortable and as you open your eyes it's bright very bright and you're not in the grove you're sitting on a line between what looks like this cold desolate wasteland and this forest it's just this line that if you look left and right it just intersects and just is a straight change in the terrain and you can feel almost a siphoning effect from the wasteland but you hear a subtle little voice in your head don't let this go to waste please and then that's the last we will see with Reese's character for now as we're gonna take things off in a place within this frozen desolate looking wasteland where you don't see many trees and if you do they're burning burning blue it's so cold here that it's an icy fire in a way it's not your normal looking fire as it's more crackly and like falls apart and a lot of this place is very desolate but there is a big striving place amongst the land as we would head into this desolate wasteland you have a city that sits around an island in the middle of the frozen icy river but the island is almost like a pearlish colored dome you can't even see the eye the city that surrounds this island is called old town it is a city that is not the best upkept i would say uh, a lot of wood and uh, wood buildings some stone uh some look to have been burnt by this almost fiery frost uh, for years now. Some even look to have been rebuilt with the same parts and pieces that have collapsed. There is a very, very distinct uh, tell here that it is very run down and a lot of people here are keeping to themselves it seems as they walk. And you'll see a couple people in hoods gathered up in alleys. Some people around little fires here or there. Keep warm, because it is frigid cold out here. And we're just walking down the path as a stray traveler in the lands. The main road, you would say, as it goes along this icy river. As Mike. You are just now walking into Old Town, and this is your first time ever seeing the place. And Ooh. you have been traveling for quite some time. You uh, have come here 
seeking to find uh, seeking to find information about uh, something you may have acquired. And you think this would be a good place, uh, for it has Snowfall Academy. It's uh, one of the prestigious academies of the lands. And uh, you know that it's very good for all of its training and mentors and information it has there. You can describe what your character kind of looks like, if you want. All right. I am about six and a half feet tall. Uh, very pale. It's uh, a white guy. <laughs> um, what color are his eyes, Mike? Very blue. Whoa! Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. How'd you know? <laughs> uh, he's he's a very big. Um, he's kind of bulky. I wouldn't say fat, no, but more just like um, very well built. Um, he's a you know just a run of, run of the mill uh, blue eyes white dragon. Ah. Born. He said it. He said it. <laughs> he did it. Uh, do Pack you? It up. Pack it up, boys. Do you, do you proudly uh, walk through the town? Um, yes. Like, yes. You have your head held high, no hood on. Yes, I feel no guilt whatsoever. Huh, yeah, yes. and why would you? And why would you, really? Is what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and you are heading through town. Um as you're as you're walking, um you'll see some of the some of the buildings, like there's docks and stuff along the river, of course. Um and like dock buildings and stuff. Uh the map that you can see is not two size. I will say that for everyone. This map is not two size. Everything is bigger than it looks. Uh, basically, all these little dots on the map. Or not dots, but docks. Could be a big hub of docks that extend out to the water with buildings and such. Uh, I just got lazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, you'll in see... in the slums area? It's very slummy around here. But some of the buildings okay. are very well kept. Only a few every now and then. Like, there's a big dock building and, like, a couple warehouses that are well-kept. There's yeah. a couple, like, big stone buildings that seem well-kept that have, like, courtyards. Yeah, um, nice slums. Love it. Every now and then, it's, like, one nicer, bigger building, but still more run down than what Dragon Harbor would look like, your hometown. Uh, Dragon Harbor puts this place to shame. Ah, damn it. I was gonna say, <laughs> it looks like home, but never mind. Nope, the slums at your... I would say the slums at your home look better than this, like, more appealing. Oh, I am walking around disgusted. Okay. And, uh, you walk past this alley, and you see these two dudes just, like, uh, sitting there, like, whispering and stuff, and one looks over his shoulder and looks at you, and he just, is, like, stares at you as you walk by the alley. And you guys just lock eyes until you go by. And... You continue on your path a bit, and uh, after, I would say, about 20 minutes of walking along this big road, seeing what this town has to offer, uh, you get to an area that goes into a market, 
and just down the way of it, you notice a sign that is familiar to you. And it is a sign for the Adventurer Society. Nice, nice. I boldly walk straight to it and open the door. The Adventure Society? Yeah. Okay. It's uh, not as nice as the one in Dragon Harbor. It's still pretty nice. Like, you walk in and you're like, oh, wow, this is an old town? Everything I've seen up until now has been disgusting. And there's not many people in here. Actually, there's only one. It's a bartender. She. It's the bartender. Yeah, and she's just cleaning some glass, and she's like, Oh, I see uh, we have potential adventurer someone. How can I help you? Uh, she is a human as well. Um, just a second. Um, what was, <laughs> I can't remember what I was, what, uh, what was my reason for coming to this town? You wanted to see if you could find anybody that could help you, uh, help you with a certain something that you've come across. Okay. And, um, yeah, you would think maybe she would know someone. know what the item is? It's like a hidden item, or...? No, oh, he knows. I also messaged him just to make sure he knows. I have it, don't I? Yeah. Yeah. And I just need someone pack. to help me figure you it need, out. You need to, yeah, you need to figure yeah, out yeah, a few yeah, things. Yeah. You, you, you're kind of new. Yeah. Okay. No, I get it, I get it. <laughs> you you knew about some things, but you never, you never got to be in the labs. Not the labs. The chambers. Alright, so I walk up to the bartender, right, lady? Yep. And she was like, how can I help you? Certain something. I don't understand how to raise something I got. Oh, how to raise something, huh? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like a new... Um, new at this and i'm looking for like a um a tamer or um oh a tamer yeah yeah um you know i think over at snowfall academy there might be uh sir razor uh, oh god <laughs> no <laughs> hold on i had it written down there it is. Yeah, it's, uh... His name is James Snowfall. The other one was the one that I was thinking of. That's the principal. Snowfall. Yes, he's a, uh... He's a... He's a tamer of some sorts. Uh, he's... He's taken down some great beasts in his time, or monsters, and 
He's even bent some to his will that time. It might be a yeah. good source. Anything to do with, uh, like, you know, um, eggs. Are you talking like an ostrich egg or, uh, maybe a giant raven egg? Yeah. Some sort of, yeah. Yeah. Some sort of bird companion? Hmm. Definitely. I think he might know something about that. Uh, I'm not sure. He doesn't come around often. He is. He is the Gr vice principal like for the academy. Like a griffin egg. Like something like griffin oh, type, griffin. maybe. Or a hippogriff? Yeah, yeah. Something that size. He has definitely uh, handled a griffin before. It is Good. kind of their ways of travel at Snowfall Academy since, you know, magic's not really used around here. Uh, fun fact for everybody. Old Town is part of the Null Magic Zone. Here on the Sub-Zero Sands, I've mentioned in the uh, lead-up to this episode, or Session Zero, we would say, um, as I've told you all, that it is a anti-magic zone, or the whole, like, mass of the Sub-Zero Sands has no magic on it, really. Um, so it's very rare that you'll see any sort of magic used here. Uh, but yeah, anyways. She, like says that and uh, tells you uh, like how to like how to get into Snowfall Academy and she even gives you like a little badge thing and she's like uh, you can just tell him I sent you Lori from the Adventure Society this is the first person I talked to what I wasn't expecting so much info. You've, you've done me a good solid. Well, you did come to the right place. I mean, we are the Adventure Society. And she does like a little curtsy. And uh, right, uh, Do I have any money? Can I leave her a tip? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have money. Uh, let's see. Ba ba ba. Da da da. I guess you did. Bang. Let's see, were you saving money like a good boy? Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay, you can have a thousand gold. Oh my oh, god. Oh. Thanks, Dad. I don't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some money. You did You did good on cleaning the pits and stuff. <laughs> That's it. Every now and then. We're really carrying, killing Mike's character. He's got a thousand gold on him. <laughs> this is like when you see a Starion and you're like, man, this inventory's sweet. I'm gonna kill this fucking guy. Anyways, Mike has a thousand gold. Oh, fantastic! That's that means we have a thousand gold. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Love it. That was for the friendship bracelets. It's I got a thousand gold. gold for it. It's our gold. Spending it all on friendship bracelets. That's why the name of our party. When we when JoJo asked for our nickname for our party, we're gonna say we are the Communist Party. And we yes. share, we share <laughs> everything. <laughs> I vote yes. Alright, go ahead. Alright, so uh, I reach into my bag and grab... I don't know, what's a normal tip? 
for Mr. Moneybags like you, you probably know? at least 100 gold. 100, 200, 300 gold, maybe. Is she hot? How much is milk? How much is milk here? How much is a gallon? One gallon of cow milk. <laughs> uh, we'll say you could pay uh, three gold for milk. Alright, I'll give her four gold. Four gold. bastard. No, thanks. Do you want the milk still? <laughs> oh, oh she, hand, she hands you milk. Hey. He's a flex like that, huh? <laughs> just pays extra for it and walks away. Yeah, she'll give you a jug of, or a glass of milk. A single <sighs> glass, put it in your inventory, put it in your inventory. Oh, save yeah. that for later. Save <laughs> that for later, please. <laughs> she'll give you a jug, a jug. <laughs> save this that for later. Save that for because she ain't getting it back. Alright. But yeah, you, you'll be able to leave. Uh, Alright, I'll head out. As you go out in the street, um... You'll be you'll be uh, heading towards Snowfall Academy. You're like, all right, that was a good little stop. That that definitely tells me I I knew where I was going. You know, you're all in your. I knew I was going to the right place. Like, god damn it, I'm a good. <laughs> you know, yeah. a little, little cocky at times. Fuck you're just yeah. like, I'm too smart for this fucking these yeah. people here. And then uh, you see those two guys, um, off to the uh, the left after you continue down the ways a bit. They're like in an alley again it's the same two guys that you've seen that were scheming something you can kind of see the side of the one's face that stared at you you could see the same scar he had under his eye and uh it looks like they're they're holding someone up and uh you hear them they're like give us any money you got girl and then uh reese how how are you responding to this these guys these guys are like there's a net above you in the alley They've, like, lured you in here. They, like, seen you on the street, and they're like, Hey, you, come here. And they, like, Hey, dude. Yeah, I feel like help? I'd be probably pretty naive, so I'd be like, Oh, okay. I'll just walk around. Yeah, right you're used to everybody being so friendly and nice to you and stuff. And they're like, Hey, you, come here. And, like, you wanted to be kind of helpful, maybe. Uh, I mean, you heard that voice, and it's been in your head ever since. Like, you've been thinking about it and all that. And, uh... Whenever you adventured out into the uh, Sub-Zero Sands, you're like, oh, it's cold. And you met somebody on a little wagon going down the road, and uh, his name was Charlie. Um, he resembled Chuck in a way. He was almost too much like Chuck, except he was he was a human. Something that you'd never seen before, I'm assuming. Uh, I don't know, are there? I imagine there's probably uh, not. Yeah, there was... In the there wild. Was... I figured there's like elves and shit, maybe, but yeah, there was elves, and then there I, w- I will say there was some human travel that you may have seen, but you never knew. So like you knew what he was because you maybe asked your mentor, and he's like described on how there's so many different races and planes out there and stuff to you. Oh, and yeah, uh, I would, I'd like follow him into the alleyway, I guess, and then if they're like mugging me, I assume. Yeah, uh, this seems almost targeted. Uh, but you rode into town, or into Old Town, on a wagon with, uh, Charlie. Um, which was the human dude that resembled Chuck. He was just a bigger dude, buck teeth, talked kind of like Chuck, but not really, more deeper tone. And, uh, he's seen you, like, kind of on the side of the road near the, uh, big path that goes through the Sub-Zero Sands. And he's seen that you are cold, so he, like, offered you a coat asked you where you're heading, you didn't really know, and then you just, he was like, well, I, I mean, you can ride with me if you're coming this way, it's very treacherous out here. And then you 
just kind of ride with Char- uh, Charlie, who... Did, and did we, me and Chuck, like, or not Chuck, Charlie, me and Charlie, quote, I'm doing air quotes, Charlie, me and Charlie split, like, when we got to town, or is he's not here with me? He went to the bridge at Vos Legas, or to go into Vos Legas, which is in the, uh, the island on this map, and inside the pearly dome, and at the bridge, he, he told you, he was like, all right, I, I won't be able to go any further with you because I have to go in here and they do big check downs and uh, you're not part of my load that I reported to them earlier. So I can't have you on, on my wagon as I go through here. This will be where we have to split. And then you guys split off because he was conducting his business that he was doing out here. Uh, and he had to go across the bridge, which what you could tell was very hectic, very chaotic looking, and uh, you kind of didn't want anything to do with that. And so you kind of like started wandering through the town. You have a new coat. It's like a little children's coat, but or child's coat. Um, it's we'll say it's like a uh, one of those bigger long snow coats that has the fur on the bottom. So it's a pretty nice coat. Yeah, I feel and, like uh, I imagine that the Feywild's probably like pretty like warm, I guess. Yeah. Like temperate, so, you know, I don't know. I just I'd probably be pretty cold, I suppose. You you was, were like, basically shivering down. when when Charlie found you and he like popped off his wagon, offered you the coat and stuff, and was like he introduced himself. And then he like as you guys traveled, he told you about a time that he met a fairy um from this place that you've never heard of. And he thought that maybe you were from there and you just kind of played along with it because you were scared in a way of like, what's going on? Why am I here? What, like, you know, yeah. all the thoughts that you have. So you kind of just played along with some things, but he kind of gave you some insight to this world and mentioned places like, uh, I don't have a map open. Look at me not having my own map open that I made. Trash, trash, report this guy. Garbage. Boot me from DM, I'm bad at report this. Report this guy, report this guy. Okay. Um, he mentions uh, Shell Alora. What she says has a lot of uh, fey like beings like you and stuff, and he's like, ah, oh, you must be from there and stuff. Just kind of making assumptions. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you guys split your ways, and you're kind of exploring this town little by little. You go down this one street, and then... You kind of see something that you're like, ah, maybe not. And, like, you see some uh, weird dude, like, just passed out in the middle of this. Or, no, not passed out in the middle of the street, just, like, wobbling around. And he just doesn't look like a friendly person, so you don't go up to him. And then, uh, as you're going by this other alley, uh, the dude that calls you in, he's just, like, very friendly. He's like, hey, you, yeah, you, you come here, come here. Uh, I need your help with something. And, like, you go back there, and, uh... You kind of felt like the whole time on the wagon ride you are being watched, but you didn't think about it. And then as you go back there, they, like, start holding it up, you know? And that's what, uh, Mike, you see, basically, uh, his character being held up. Do I... I have two... For, okay, so if, I thought Mike was, like, mega ahead when he had a, a thousand gold, but I actually... I was gonna be like, I don't have any money because I'm from the Feywild, but I have 200 gold. Like, do I actually have 200 gold? Yeah, we could say you do. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to gold, lie to these guys. I'm, I'm gonna say, just so it's not hard or anything, gold is universal. Cross planes, oh, okay. fucking everything. Except huge, for, like, you know, your thing. 
Uh, except for your things like, uh, oh, soul coins and such. I should have been like, actually, I have fey coins. <laughs> Good luck spinning those. Uh, yeah, I'll just, I mean, I, I don't know. She'd probably be mega scared being shook down. She's probably, like, crying. She's like, please, I don't have any money. Please, just don't hurt me. Yeah, you'll cough up that bag if you know what's good for you. And, uh, Mike, do you do anything? Um... She joins in and helps him beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> Just beats you down. Uh, at, the, at, like, the point of you passing by and seeing this, the guy that you made eye contact with earlier, he was just like... He just kind of looks at you, spits off to the side, and he's like, The fuck you looking at? How far away am I? I'd say you're about uh, 20 feet. 15 feet. Feet. Um, how tall are all of them? Are they all humans? Besides, uh, one's the like least? one. One of them, he's like a little tubbier, like bigger dude. Um, the cloak is really like rounded on his back. Um, he's like hunched forward a bit, and he's like has really stocky looking arms and legs. Um, and then the other dude is kind of like, I want to say tweaker material. Like <laughs> he's very he's skinny, like tall and slender and he's just like very like uh, like on edge like yeah 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 he's like the guy with the bigger dude just like yeah cough it up cough it up <laughs> he's sitting there like he's like a sidekick yeah the sidekick dude they're the the two guys from home alone yeah kinda and i can tell that um the little lady is scared though right yeah she's crying you could you can see uh, it's a tiny little lady with wings, just on the ground, whimpering. I will enter the alley and I don't know, stretch up as tall as I can look. And... Ooh, rolling intimidation, huh? I'll uh, you'll come into the alley and you'll like stretch up really tall, like after he looks at you and that, and like he like turns his attention to you. And, like, he'll, like, kind of do a stare down, kind of like, you know, two fighters would for, like, the UFC or something. Where they do their, like, the four fight stare down. Do they because... get so close they look like they're going to kiss? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do that. Um, you guys have this stare down. I'm going to have you roll uh, intimidation against him. Oh, God. Oh, 14. 14. He rolled a 10. Nice. So you are a bit scary to him. He doesn't see many dragonborns. And he's just like, Hey, Phil, we're getting out here. And he like walks, like bumps your shoulder as he walks by. And he's like, gonna try to head out the alley. And uh, the Phil guy is behind him now. You let them walk. I just stare him down. Okay. Eventually they'll get out, and then uh, uh, he's gonna walk around the corner and they'll disappear. I'll walk up to the little lady and be like, kneel down to her and be like, are, Aren't you okay? Uh, yeah, she'd just be kind of uh, like whimpering and she'd be like, 
Uh, uh, yes, thank you so much. I, I was starting to think no one in this realm was was any nice. Would, would be nice to me. On her gold bag you're carrying. That looks mighty tempting. Yeah, you have a nice little pouch on the side of your hip. <laughs> Did you say it looks mighty tempting, Mike? <laughs> tempting, yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> She'll, she'll give you some gold, I guess. She'll be like, <laughs> do, do you want some? How much is a, first of all, how much is a gallon of milk? <laughs> Three gold. Very important. Okay. <laughs> just take this. You can you can get all the milk you could drink. I just, I'm just imagining this itty bitty fairy with like a pouch. Like the size of like uh, her legs. We will say, we will say D&D, their fairies are about two to three feet tall. Yeah. They're not Tinkerbell She's size. Like That's a pixie. A yeah, it's like the size of a gnome with wings. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I knew that. But for some reason, I'm still picturing a tiny-ass fucking fairy <laughs> with a big-ass bag of gold. Which makes oh. it even funnier because, like, the guys shaking her down would have just been screaming at someone that you, like, couldn't even see. <laughs> Give me the money! <laughs> it looks like a baby. You're like, are they shaking down a baby? <laughs> is that a tiny little infant baby? Is that a fucking baby? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Um, are they screaming at a butterfly? Like, what is going on? Are they beating on? up a fly? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are they fucking up a dragonfly over there? Like kind of like I also remember I did give you a uh, it's a, a coin bag of holding. It's basically for money, and that's the bag. It's just like a little plump, like it's we'll like say a dimensional space, like a bag of holding style, or what? Yeah, but it only holds gold. It spits anything else back out. It's like a little. It also weird thing. Yeah, it burps. It goes patui patui patui. Yeah, <laughs> you can count them on individually. This is gonna take a while. Patui, patui, patui. You're sitting there for like thirty minutes. Vendor. <laughs> Put anything other than gold in here. It gives an upset stomach. It spits everything out. You gotta start all over. Uh, yeah, fun. all your gold onto the floor. So we just keep. But yeah, I remember we, we gave keep, that to you. We just keep pranking you by giving you a, you're small. one fake gold coin, and it just dumps your point, <laughs> coin purse out. <laughs> Do the spell again. Uh, Listen, I'm doing it as a ritual this time. This is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> Every day. That's funny. Yeah, she'll, uh, I don't know, I guess she'll pull out, like, 50 gold, maybe, and she'll give it to you, Mike. Whoa. I think he has enough. Mike feels so <laughs> bad for giving someone four gold. <laughs> why, why are you giving me money? Well, well you, you saved me. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll put it in my bag. But, uh, so maybe you could continue to protect me. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm, I'm heading over to the, the Snowfall Academy. Um, would you like to join me? Uh, yes, I very much would. I'm very afraid. The city is not like where I'm from. Alright, I'll just immediately just pick you up and put me put you on my shoulder. Whee! She says that. <laughs> Alright. Uh, you two, uh, head back out onto the street. And, uh, you look to the right. And you see a mess down the street. There's there's two guys that you've seen, and they're like, 
this other dude in a hood with this. You can't tell what it is from here. It's it looks weird though. He's like kicking one of them on the ground, and then uh, this big rock dude or like golem thing is like smacking the big fat guy in the face with his hands. Wearing a cowboy hat. From the yeah, wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, the, the two that held you up there, they're down, they're down the street like 50 feet, just getting the shit beat out of them. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> and uh, Austin and uh, Corey, you guys were on your way through Old Town as you uh, tripped your ways through uh, the frozen Sub-Zero Frozen Sands. I'm going to let you guys decide how you did about that with uh, what you guys do know as far as what's happened in our planning up to this. Um, and, uh, you guys came into Old Town just because, like, you found the road and you followed it, and it just brought you here. And as you guys are walking through, uh, these two dudes are just kind of walking down the path, and, uh, Corey, you were kind of, like, leading the way as, uh, Austin's guy was following you, or I should say, uh, Guardian was following you, and, uh, Son of Jaxus, I don't know how I'm gonna do with uh, you not having a full name, which is weird. Or the hooded one, I guess. <laughs> um, you, uh, you're kind of, like, leading the way, and, uh, this, like, bigger fat dude, like, just shoulder bumps you hard as hell. He doesn't even try to move from, like, your walking path. And then, uh, you don't take kindly to that, I'm sure. Nope. Immediately pull out my dagger. Yeah, and you like pull out the dagger, and they both, they both like pull out a dagger faster. Like, oh, hey, you want to fight? Like, and then uh, Austin, you immediately are like, the fan, just like, yes, this is what I've that. been waiting for. <laughs> you guys you just, have made a big mistake. You grapple the guy to start. Yeah, and uh, you just start punching his face, basically, over and over, <laughs> like immediately. And uh, I'll let you take off from there as if you're in combat. Corey, you uh, basically went for a stab on the uh, other guy because he went for like a lunge on you and he missed and you hit him. And that's where we're starting. He's like on the ground and you're like, you like kicked him real quick. And Austin, you have the other guy grappled. They're both in sorry states, but what do you do? Hey, should we kill these guys? Do we kill these guys? Are there guards here? You look up and down the streets, there's not a guard in sight. Well, looks like we gotta do what we gotta do. If we don't, they will only try to kill us. That's very true. Also, when the fight, like, first started, you saw, like, I have, like, a, a helmet on. It's, like, a, a stone helmet that covers my head. And underneath it, like, my face is, like, carved into the stone head. And as the... Uh, fight started my face spun to like an angry face <laughs> you know those yes. like little kid toys where you push the head and yes. it's got like a bunch of different expressions it's basically that and it just spun around to an angry face and then i started beating this guy up <laughs> and you guys you guys did occur some some on the lookers there's like five people total like some people peeking out from an alley like somebody peeking out from their shop excuse me and... does anybody know these people or would Anybody care if we killed them? And then you'll hear a gunshot. Whoa! Just just down the road behind you, and you see a man. And in one hand, he has a gun held up in the air. He has a big cowboy hat on as well. Whoa! 
My friend. And it says sheriff across it. Wow. Uh, as soon and as he does that, I'm gonna <laughs> lay down on the ground and pretend to be hurt. I just, I just staring at him, and I'm still just punching the guy, just staring at him. Whoa, cool. In his left, in his left hand, you'll see he has just a big old jug of what you can only tell is liquor or something, because he's kind of swaying back and forth, and he's just like, "Order right there, bud." Oh God. Yes. And he's like, "I'm the sheriff of this town." We can all read. Who is this uh, I'm gonna Son. stand up Son, who and is this I'm going to say uh, thank goodness you're here these people attacked us and, and were really hurting us thank goodness this thing here decided to help me I would have never made it they did not hurt oh. me at all well I think I know what's happening over here uh is that, uh, is that the Phil and, uh, Johnny? I think that might be them. I look down uh, at the un unconscious mat I'm holding. Are you Phil and Johnny? Yeah, they're both just like, the ground, and he comes, like, walking over, takes a big old swig from the big old jug, and he's just like, ah, well, uh, sorry to say my buddies here came after you so hard. These are friends of uh, no, they're not my friends. Uh, you know, I'm the local, I'm the local sheriff here of uh, Old Town, and uh, I can't really handle these dudes because they are always doing a bunch of crazy shit, and it it's a whole shit storm. Do you want me to dispatch them? No, no. Oh. Gotta have some local residents around here sometime. What a shame. Yeah. I'll take care of these two. Uh, you guys can just be on your way now, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Sheriff. Hey, do we get... Uh, can I have uh, some sort of badge to show that I have helped you? Uh, maybe if you went uh, yeah. uh did some undergoing of a deputy training there, bud. I'm not I would, doing uh, that. Yeah, I, was, I didn't think so. Okay. Uh, so. Thank you anyways. Here are your people. Yeah. No, you could just leave them there. I'm gonna. I throw them at his feet. Probably. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, ah, yeah, that works. But yes, I'm gonna, you. I'm gonna limp until we're out of eyesight. <laughs> and before you leave, Austin is like, uh, I know you ain't from around here, but but uh, um, if any trouble comes your way, uh, don't be afraid to let me know. I'm Larry. Uh, I'm the only sheriff here, and no one else wants to do any work like this, so. I'll try to help you handle anything if you come across something. Yes, sir. I try to be. I try to be nice to all the, all the people who travel here. Are you the only guard in this town? Uh, I guess you could call me a guard. I'm kind of the self-appointed sheriff. That, I okay. Then I'm the sheriff now. Uh. uh well, I have self-appointed myself sheriff. You, you know, bud, I'm, I, I say some things without thinking because I drink too much. Okay, uh, and uh, I'm actually appointed by the uh, Snowfall Academy principal. He kind of oh, owns Old Town in I a way. I really wanted... Can we... Uh, okay. Okay, well, I'll uh, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, Did I, I say Shadowfall? It. I meant Snowfall. You said hey, Snowfall. Clock, yeah. Um, I'm way too drunk. That, you shouldn't say that when you're on... Are you he, on the clock right now? 
He just takes a seat on the dude that you knocked unconscious. He's right. like, yep. Oh easy. yeah, but I'm on the clock. I'm just. Take uh, it easy. I need to no, heal I my have friend. to deal with the shitstorm all the time. Well, right. you go heal your friend. You know, yes, he, it doesn't to... look like he got stabbed or anything. I have to. I have to help him. He definitely got stabbed. Ah oh, yeah, you can be on your way now, but. All right, I appreciate it. Sheriff. You have a good one now. Yes. Yes. And he like tips his hat to you. I tip my hat to him. I love it. Love that hat, brother. Hey, uh, son, I didn't see you get stabbed. Why are you limping? We dispatched of those men very easily. I did not want him to think we had done something wrong. Hmm. Interesting. He didn't seem to know what he was doing. In the background, you see uh, the Phil guy sit up, and he's like, Oh, don't you get up yet, bud, and he just kicks him in the face. Oh. <laughs> I'm tired of y'all shit. Do I see, like, a blue-eyed guy that I can just shoulder-check as hard as I can? Yeah, you see the <laughs> blue-eyed white dragon dude down the street, dragonborn dude. Uh, oh, he has I a little lady on his shoulder, too. <laughs> Alright, I pull my uh, war pick out. No. <laughs> Jesus. We could probably sell my, that girl. My head spins around again. No, you see my head spin back to, like, a little smiley face. Yeah, with, uh, you two, Mike and, uh, Reese, you guys were, like, part of the, I'll say, seven onlookers with you two involved. Out of everybody. Everybody's just kind of gone back, and then you just see Larry just kind of kicking the shit out of these dudes. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, I was gonna be, like... Oh, actually, first she'd probably be like, uh, Hey, new friend, what, what's your name, anyway? Oh, yeah, um, my name is Tyrenthal. Did you say Tyrenthal, Mike? Yep. Oh, uh, You can just call me Tyr. Whoa, what, what? god do you worship? <laughs> <laughs> you understand the right one. Well, attack on sight. <laughs> Uh, she'll just be like, oh, well, uh, well, Matt, I'm Tansy. But, uh, anyway, they, they just, uh, beat up those vagrants that were trying to rob me. We, we should go check in with them. Wow. To beat me to it. And I'll just start walking over. Yeah, they'll walk up to you, awesome. Hmm. Hello, friends. I'm secretly pulling out my dagger. Need help? No, we don't. Are you some sort of beggar or something? Do you need money? <laughs> no, we we just wanted to come over to thank you for uh, disposing of them. They just tried to rob me. Oh, good. They didn't seem very nice. So, did they rob the beggar that you are with? Did they rob all of your money too, beggar man? Are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> messing around. <laughs> I'm like, of <laughs> Just roasted you as soon as I meet you. You look very peculiar, uh, tiny person. You're not from around here, are you? I am not. I'm from the Feywild. You're just a stone golem, right? 
yeah. Um, I didn't ever. Uh, I didn't ever like tell you what I looked like. I didn't just really describe my guy, but I'm like a seven foot tall, <laughs> like stone man. Uh, I got there that go. lava, that lava thing in the in my chest, and just basically look like a soldier made of stone. And I have like the spinny head. I have like yeah, a, he's also massive though. He's also kind of blocky. Yeah, I'm pretty blocky. I have like a I have like a war pick and a sh big shield on my back. And a bag. What race is that? I'm a warforged, but I'm just using oh, I'm just I using see. flavoring it as like a stone column. Yeah. I he see. has like arcane uh scriptures kinda like chain linked and written across some of the stone of his body that glows. Yeah, you have I have like a little ruins and stuff that are like inscribed into my body kinda like kind of powers like you know down my arms into my hands like little lines that glow like orangish red like the lava and in if you were to like get close and look inside my chest there's like a little uh stone water wheel that the lava is like dropping into like a lava lamp and then it like spinning the little stone lava lava wheel and that's like how i'm powered whoa Well, I'm a dragon. Just, just kidding. Yes, just you kidding. are. You're, you are some sort of blue-eyed white dragon. <laughs> oh my god, he said it again! Maybe we'll find a black dragonborn somewhere. Perhaps red he, eyes. Perhaps he may have red eyes. <laughs> Joke's on you. Entering exits. Oh, there's, shit. There's some sort of magician at the academy here. He's dark. And he's a magician. Um, he's a dark magician, <laughs> and his wife. She's some sort of magician girl, <laughs> but she's also a dark magician girl. Um. Anyways, <laughs> fucking kill me. What if we died? This derailed. Uh. What are uh? What are you guys Rose doing? Writing seriously. Why <laughs> write that down? Uh. What are you guys I doing? I am writing here? What brings you to the north? Come to the north. How do you get here from the Feywild? Well, I'm here lost. Is this your friend? How long have you guys known each other? Oh, about five, five minutes. <laughs> Pretty fresh, huh? We've known each other for all of... I don't know how long it took us to walk here. Uh... Well, I will say the like I said for the beginning of a lot of this, it was a lot of like more, more hand waving. Uh, yeah, more hand waving, more theater like. So it was like more of a story tell for the beginning. Okay. Um. So basically, when you and Corey... we've been walking for four years, no, we have known each other forever. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I have a long beard. I'm just kidding. I also have a long moss beard. I was gonna say like by the time that Reese got put here, rode the wagon in. It would have probably taken him like three days. You guys walking would have probably taken like a week. That's what I thought. Maybe like and, a week uh, or so. Uh, Mike's been traveling the longest. Mike's the only one who's like actually from here, so. Yeah. But he's not from here. No, no. no. Well, he's from. Well, this but plane. I mean, yeah, from this plane. Well, the other two are the other... all like fucking weirdos. Oh, I see. The other two are. They're just under dark weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> No, no one's a weirdo. I, I'm, I'm Actually, all you guys are weirdos. Yeah, we're all fucking weird as fuck. I'm I, sweating hard as fuck trying to. So, <laughs> I think 
we should stick with these guys, son. You guys hear me say son. My <laughs> son. I think we should stick with these guys. I look at them and I say, you may call me the hooded one. Oh, that's not what he told me. I'm going to call you Tho, for short. The hooded one just doesn't really roll off of my uh, rock tongue. No, we've been over this. You can call me Son of Jaxus. Okay, son. I think we should um, guard these people. They seem to be uh, less adept at combat than us. I feel like we should take care of these people and make sure that they do not get stuck up by just common thieves again. How tall are you, Cory? Also, can can we address um, the elephant in the room? I'm not an elephant. I'm a warforged. No, I'm <laughs> probably like five, 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 six. But it looks like I I might. He has lifts. Be in hunched his shoes. over a little bit. He has lifts. In his are you shoes. like a teenager, Cory? Yeah, it, kind of like an older, older teenager, like a, a yeah. For draw. And uh, uh, he also he also has a, a a teddy bear that I need him to describe now. I there's no way he can hide it, unless he uh, has it under his cloak and makes it look like he has a hunchback. So I have this doll thing, and it's made with pieces of like flesh from different races of creatures and it's sewn together with hair sounds awful and it's also <laughs> stuffed with like hair and, and bits of fabric of clothes wow don't ask him about the teddy bear um so it's like green and brown and gray and a, a little like crinkly but not So, also, also everyone uh, who wants to can roll perception when looking at the bear, except for Corey. In roll what now? Perception. Perception. It's a bear. It's a normal teddy bear. It's just a normal teddy bear. Everybody rolls. It's yeah, just kidding, a, everybody. One. It's just a normal teddy bear. <laughs> it's a normal <laughs> teddy bear. This is the most normal Thanks. stuffed teddy bear I've ever seen. All of a sudden, its chest bursts open, and there's a little man with a cannon. Still normal teddy bear. <laughs> Still normal teddy bear. We rolled really well. Yeah, yeah seven, that's, six, six, that's everybody. some great rolls for me, not really having anybody roll much. Um, but yeah, with uh, with that, you guys kind of find a new acquaintance in a way. And uh, I'm famished. You... Let us go have dinner at an inn. My tree. Oh yeah. Uh, so when you say we should protect them, um, I do. I, I offer you guys our services as bodyguards. Do it in how do you do that? Yeah, I was gonna say, how do you do that? With a how do you one deception. Them? With a now one deception. <laughs> yeah, this this guy is just like yeah. We're like uh, we're really uh. Yeah, I should have rolled performance. <laughs> yeah, he's like. Go ahead. He's like, we're really important people. I think you should, you should, uh, uh we're really important, like, bounty hunters or something. Yeah. It's just a plus six, still. Oh, oh my Boo. god. Oh, how the tables have turned. Yeah, the whole time he's, like, telling you he's, like, this great, uh, like, 
bodyguard and adventure and like just displaying it with his hands and stuff or like his forms and all that but when i'm describing like the work i've done yeah you could just tell it's it's too too much for a a guy a guy that his age the deception part the deception part is when he gets done these guys are like wrapped in it and then i'm just like you haven't done any of that i've been with you this whole time and you haven't done any of that (laughs) and then you're just Uh, like oh god (laughs) i will say mike you do you can tell that he's similar age to you i believe right because you're like a teenage young adult um dragonborn right yeah yeah. yeah. So, like, basically, you guys are, like, similar, like, maturity levels. We're probably all the same age, honestly. His Warforged aren't that old, are they? How old are you, Pixie Man? Oh, are you asking that in character? We're all holding yeah. our finger guns at each other in a circle right now. Yeah, how old is everybody? Because <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get in trouble for adventuring with minors. It's a crime. Man, I really wanted when you guys were kicking the guys down. I was gonna come over there and start joining in on the kicking. That would have been so funny. <laughs> uh, canonically, I'm six. I'm six. This is my sixth year of existence. Wow. Yeah, that's this, stone. this is my twentieth. Wow. Could have fooled me. You don't look a day over nineteen. <laughs> oh, you're too kind. Let's go get some dinner. I'm, I'm 19. 19, by the way. Oh. Could have fooled me. You look 50. <laughs> I, get, I get that. I get that a lot. You're Wait, very, how, big your, voice. how big is your guy, Mike? Are You're you fucking like... I'm, 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 I'm like 6'5", yeah. Oh my god, so literally two little midget, or I guess Corey said he's like midget, five, six, midget. (laughs) Damn, I'm talking all around me. Sorry to all our short kings in the audience. That's why I put you on my shoulders. These little five, six midgets out here. Reese canonically is like seven foot ads. Everybody, Reese canonically in life is six two, so Uh, I'm five seven guys. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Aww. Let's go eat. Let's go sit down for dinner and talk. And Is there a, a diner or an inn close by? Uh, yeah, there. There's a couple. Uh, there's the Adventure Society that you can go to. You actually see uh, just a sign that says "In This Way" and it points down just a road. I like um, this and- one. And then another one is just shady. The other one is just called Shady Inn. That one seems even shadier. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's go to the Shady Inn. I start walking towards the Shady Inn. It's better than this light. <laughs> you, go to, you go to check the front door. Yeah. Yeah, it's locked. Fuck. There's a sign that says close. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm yeah. all out of ideas. Looks like another day of gruel for me. And I pull out like five just little gemstones out of my pocket and I just eat them. <laughs> just little rubies and emeralds and sapphires. <laughs> if you stand at the street where it says in this way, uh, you look down the street and you see a sign that says Bob's Tavern. Hey, this looks, uh, I bet this guy's a nice guy. Let's go to this one. wonder if he has any burgers. I wonder if he has any, what's a burger? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I've heard they're great. You seemed very confident when you said it. Yeah, they, they smush meat together and then they cook it. I do that as well when I'm fighting people. I've heard of it. 
and you guys head off. And as you get close to the place, you hear subtle music and chatter of people. It seems pretty lively here. Uh, probably the most lively area you have seen in Old Town so far, from what you guys have explored. You guys have only been down the main road, really, so. But that is where we are going to end this episode. And we'll end it by thanking our sponsors that we all have for this podcast. Yeah, and that would sponsor, be... Warlock. Thank your sponsor for your powers. Yeah, Thank uh, you, your, Shadow! <laughs> your, your sponsor is Skull Splitter Die, uh, Corey. Uh, they sponsor you by uh, giving you these shadowy powers to maybe have better roles, maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess you weren't the worst roll. Listen, I rolled pretty good. I only rolled one bad roll. Yeah. You had the one nat one. I guess Tanzi had a nat one as well. Other than that, 17 was my lowest. Hit Point Press is going to be brought to you by uh, Mike today because, uh, you know, the rich dragonborn of uh, Dragon to be Harbor buying our meal. can, uh, you know, pay for some, some meals here, right? Right? He's that kind of guy. Like maybe uh, they'll know him and press will be on them. Have, <laughs> Hit Point Press will have all your needs for D&D and tabletop RPGs. Um, anything you need like that. Skull Splitter has all the dice you need and everything. And uh, the uh, other ones are Eldritch Foundry, which is a mini maker where you can make your minis and they are great quality um, and uh, for a pretty good price. Um, and they won't break before they price. get to you. Yes, they won't break before they get there. Unlike my Oopsoth one that has crumbled to pieces at this point, and I'm sad about it. With uh, a, a company that we will never name on this podcast and never have. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Never have. Uh, I will make sure to never do that. And that one is brought to you by Reese for always making sure that we are correct. <laughs> and uh, the last one was brought to you by Mike with... With... What is it? What is it? What is it? Raise. Raise energy! Bring it... Oh no, not Mike. Uh, by um, Austin, bringing all the energy, no matter if it's yes. sarcastic, funny, uh, almost in instigating fights, uh, everything. You know, I I'm so scared of Austin sometimes because he is such a wild card, just like me. Um, but that is session zero for this new little campaign or arc that we're going into. Maybe not a little. I don't know what will happen. Stay tuned for the next time, and we will see you in actual session one as the party has kind of come together. I, I'm sorry if it seemed a little forced, but I mean, you guys were just kind of in this town, and it's a good, good little intro, you know. I'm just waiting for these fools to fall asleep so me and I don't sleep. Guardian can no, so me and Guardian can rob these oh, these yes, two absolutely. fools that we got. Mm. We'll That's how we've been making even... our way across the great. The, we'll the frozen places. Yes, I actually we'll have see if, uh, 5,000 gold on me. We'll see if these freshly met adventurers uh, bunk in the same room for the night as uh, they go into this inn. It is a little bit into the evening hours, I would say, so it's not going to be quite like everything's done, closed and all that, but it's, it's turning to nighttime out here and it gets a little colder. Not too much, but just a bit. Anyways, we will catch you all in the next time. And as always, sleep safe. Yeah. <laughs>